Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Look at that, we're still in summer, we're still outside, we're still in the garden and look the vest is out again. But anyway, today's session, well it's going to be one where there's two kind of basic intensities to it. You can either do this on the easy side or you can do it on the hard side, okay? So it's really up to you, but just try not to mix and match both. What we're going to do is eight minutes, six minutes, four minutes, six minutes and eight minutes. And then rest wise, we're going to go three minutes, two minutes, three minutes, two minutes between all of them, okay? So it's a little bit of a pyramid with a bit, of, bit of a kind of offset rest in terms of the intensity because we're going to do these at 20 strokes per minute then 22 then 24 then 22 and then 20 again and now what's going to be different here is the pace that you do it at for everybody you're going to do the 20 strokes a minute at 2k plus 18 but if you want to take the easier route then you just increase three seconds as you go to 22 and then another three seconds as you go up to 24 and then of course you then uh, you go slower by three seconds and slower by three seconds as you go down the other side it's easy but if you want to go a little bit tougher then what i want you to do is increase five seconds so that means that your 22 will be at 2k plus 13 and your 24 will be at 2k plus 8 okay so it's going to be a tough one for you folks and that is the one that i'm taking because i suddenly realized that i do most of these on the back end and it makes a sense so i'm just always taking the easy route so that's what i'm gonna do beginner rows if you're unsure and you don't know what i'm on about with the 2k pace thing then for a start go read the description on the youtube video and it tells you what that 2k training pace is and i'll also talk about it in the warm-up but also in terms of intensity just do the 20 strokes a minute and run about 5 out of 10 on an effort level and then just go naturally faster as you go up to 22 strokes a minute and then naturally faster as you go up to 24 so just a couple of seconds faster and just make sure and try and hold that pace as you go through each of those stroke rate changes okay and you'll get used to it all right so let's get into our four minute warm-up as we always do we start off by setting up the machine on a concept two that means setting up drag factor set it where you want it to be and don't really change it through the course of this workout any other machine just set the resistance to a weight that gives you a good old solid pull but it doesn't feel as though you're rowing the moon across the sun okay next up go to your monitor and set it to eye height you don't have to look up you don't have to look down and finally set those foot straps so they cover either the bottom lace on your shoe or they at least let you bend comfortably forwards at the front of the machine okay and as you can see i'm in bare feet again hopefully i'm far enough away for you that i don't have to subject you with my feet i'm not a foot person you see so i don't like don't like letting other people have to put up with other people's feet. Right, so four minute warm up. I'm going to start off at 18 strokes a minute, and the intensity that you're going to start off at is kind of the same as if you were doing a body weight squat. So a squat with no weight on you, right? So you're just a little bit of a push from the legs, and that's all. In three, two, one, let's go. So the whole point of just having the body weight is that for the first minute, I just want you to work on the timing of when you push with your legs and then when the handle connects with the flywheel or the water wheel or the ferris wheel or the wheel of fortune whatever it is you're rowing with because what you want to do is push with your feet at exactly the same time the handle connects with whatever your power system is at the front I'll call it a flywheel I can't keep on caveating what it is but so you want to push with your feet and connect at exactly the same time but once you've got that timing right then you can think about adding in a little bit more power and from a 2k training point of view training pace 
Then over the course of the next minute, I'd like you to get up to around about 2K plus 20. And that means 20 seconds slower than your average 2,000 meter time. So you row a 2,000 meter time trial, divide by four, and that gives you your average time to cover 500 meters. And hopefully you have a display on your machine which shows slash 500 meters, which is your current 500 meter pace. So if your average was 210, then you'd be rowing at run about 230 by now. Okay, two more strokes. One more. And put one foot on the ground, on the floor. Ah, get the way shoe. There we go. The water's, sorry, the grass isn't that wet. I can put my foot down. Just try not to adjust your technique too much with only one foot on the ground. I was all over the place because of fighting with my shoe there, but try and keep your body angles correct. Swap feet. The only real difference here should be that you've just got one foot strapped in. If anything else, you should be able to get into better positions. Your compression to the front of the machine should be easier. And you should be able to concentrate more on a good push from the front, holding a forward lean. I'll talk more about that in the main session. Okay, both feet in, legs straight. Roll with your back and arms. So, swing over your hips, pull in your arms, push out your arms, swing over your hips. This is really important because so many people don't row using their back. They swing their back way too early in the stroke. So they don't actually know what it's like to generate power with that backswing. Okay, roll to the front with straight arms and just press out from the front. Don't have to go too hard. All you're working on here is the timing of that leg press and picking up the flywheel whilst holding straight arms and a forward lean. And try and just keep that position. Don't push too far back that you break that angle because you really want to just stay set in it. So you know that you're constantly forwards as you push back with your legs. And we're done. Right, nice gentle warm up today. Because that's been we're starting off at 20 strokes a minute. We don't have to do anything too tough because that eight minutes at 20 will get us nice and warm ready for the next two so for the time being move up and down the rail have a quick drink and i'll quickly go over today one more time what we're doing in today's session okay then so today's session is going to be eight minutes six minutes four minutes six minutes eight minutes i'm going to do these at 20 22 24 22 20 strokes per minute and the rests are going to be three minutes two minutes three minutes two minutes okay <laughs> now there's two real ways to do this intensity wise now everybody's going to do the 20 strokes a minute at 2k plus 18 but if you want to go on the easier side then do the 22s at 2k plus 15 pace and then the 24s at 2k plus 12 and then if you are doing the hard version of this do the 22s at 2k plus 13 and then the 24s at 2k plus 8 and that two seconds difference for the start and then again is really going to make it feel tough and that's the one that I'm going for 
for today. So woohoo, this will be fun. <laughs> if you're a beginner rower, then really just start the 20s at five out of 10 effort level and then just naturally increase as you go out to the 22 and 24 and just try and hold the pace, okay? And then just try and think about uh, doing a 2K time trial to get a proper 2K training pace and all would be good. So, shades down. Let's hope the sun comes back out. It's a nice big cloud up there, but it's gonna come out. And we're gonna do these first eight minute interval at 20 strokes a minute and 2K plus 18 pace, okay? In three, two, one, go. I remember the beauty of 20 strokes a minute is it's just one stroke every three seconds. So you can just look at your counter and just count down in threes. You can follow me for stroke rate, either on the video, just take a stroke when I take a stroke, or on the podcast, you can just listen to the whoosh of my flywheel or my speech pattern because I do tend to clam up as I take the drive but hopefully we're what just past 45 seconds in and by now I'm hoping you'll have found the groove of the stroke anyway and you won't have to be glued to the screen or really kind of all over the place when it comes to your stroke rate. Remember, the biggest improvement that you can make when rowing is rhythm. Everything kind of flows from rhythm. you can get from phase to phase of your rowing stroke with a nice fluid rhythm then all you have to do is start thinking about your body positions and what you'll find is that the way I describe the rowing stroke is designed so that everything feeds into the next phase of the stroke. But if you're jerking around like a dying salmon, or if you're kind of fighting against the natural angles of your body, you might find it harder to keep that rhythm and then to hold the efficiency of your stroke and things. Right, and that was really just a long-winded way of making sure you got another two minutes under your rowing belt so you are nice and warm. Got a chance to try and hit your pace and the stroke rate, and now I can start talking about actual technique. So, my top body angles, the first one to really think about is that you want to be leaning over your hips, tilting forwards towards the front of the machine at the 
front of the stroke here before you start the drive as you're looking at me in today's video that means leaning forwards to run about an 11 o'clock position and then as you go through the drive you hold that forward lean until about the halfway point and only then do you swing over your hips into that backward lean remember the drill we did in the warm-up that's the point of it and that swing over your hips generates quite a lot of power but the key really is that forward lean and making sure to maintain it as you push your feet into the machine and if you do that with straight arms then that power from your feet as you push the machine away from you just flows through the chain of your body from your feet into your arms into the handle and makes whatever you need to make turn turn without any part of your body fighting against it so things not to do just to take a negative approach on this is as you come ready to start the drive you'll see a lot of people will suddenly look up and their back will lean back and they'll lose the efficiency of that power chain but they'll also lose that added boost of power by swinging over the hips when they're connected to the machine but the other thing to watch out for and I want you to analyse yourself here but the other thing to watch out for is pulling too early on the handle make sure when you drive you've got nice straight arms so take a look down and if you find your elbows are all bent because you're pulling too early try and work on that Whoa, just massively lost time there that's better because really if you bend those arms too early the muscles in your mostly your biceps and forearm end up fighting against that power from your legs rather than letting it just flow through your body so 
not only are you absorbing and wasting power from your legs, you're also wasting potential power from your arms. And to be honest, really high chance of injury in your forearms and biceps. All right, one more stroke. There we go. That was a simple first eight minutes, wasn't it? Your heart rate should be up. Mine was about, where we finish? High 60s is a percentage of my max. So 130-ish is how my heart rate finished there. So that's just, it's a good solid slog just to get you up and working, think about your body positions and things, get moving. Hello, fly. Make sure that you get progressively kind of more limbered up. I mean, the next one's only 22 strokes a minute, so it's not going to be too tough. But it's still going to be intense. Uh, on a slightly larger scale than that one, isn't it? Obviously, because you're going slightly more strokes per minute and you're going a little bit faster. But if you're doing the, what you'll find is if you're doing the 2K plus uh, 15 option on this, you're literally just getting up to 22 strokes a minute. You should just, it'll take care of that pace increase just because you have to push a little bit harder to get the drive speed up. You're also taking two strokes a minute more than you were. Yes, watch, I am rowing. Um, so just by the virtue of the fact that you're likely to be covering, covering like 20 meters more per minute, you're going to be going faster. But if you're doing the higher intensity one, which is what I'm doing, then you have to give a little bit more of a shove from your legs, okay? So as you're taking these 22 strokes a minute, it'll take a little bit more of a push in order to be able to hit the 2K plus 13 pace, okay? Not massively, so I don't want you to go really overgunning it. Um, you can, what to do is on the back end of the pyramid, if you want to overgun it and make it into a full-on max workout, then by all means do, but that's not what I'm suggesting today, and especially because you don't want to blow your, shoot your entire energy system now, do you? You're only at interval two and suddenly you go too fast and you can't complete, so let yourself naturally just go through the session and see how you feel, and then towards the end if you want to push it, then push it. This isn't part of a training plan, so as long as you work your intensity within how you're training right now, then make sure that after this session, if you're going on the, the higher end of the intensity, make sure and do a bottom tier, one of the, the foundation, the long, low stroke rate ones to just make sure and recover from a session like this. But you're the master of your own rowing destiny right now if you're not following a proper training plan. And if you are interested, remember I've got 2K training plans and 5K training plans and stuff on, on this YouTube channel. Make sure to have a drink. Hydration is rather important on a session like this, especially if you're outside in the sun. Speaking of which, whoosh. Okay, 12 seconds to go into the next interval, six minutes at 22 strokes per minute at either 2K plus 15 or 2K plus 13 in five, four, three, two, one, go. Now, you'll notice that as I was describing the pace for this one. Hang on. I'm at 22 strokes a minute right now. There you go, 22. As I was describing the pace for this one, I was always talking about that push from the legs. 
I wasn't saying pull harder because although you're connected to the handle with your arms you're only pulling for like the back quarter of your stroke so your arms are straight pull straight pull the rest of the time through the drive phase you're just hanging on as you push with the legs you're hanging off the handle letting the power flow into the machine you're not actually pulling so when I say about increasing pace it should nearly always be either from stroke rate or from thinking about more of a push from the legs because what you'll find is that the more power you put out from your legs the more that you'll feel you need to brace against the handle with your arms as long as you're keeping them nice and straight so you're not going to have to fight against it because your arms are straight but like I say you'll feel more of a power flow from that hang off the handle and because that kind of hang power is higher when you do finally hit that back quarter of the stroke and pull in it'll naturally be a little bit more powerful than it was the last time round and then like I say that extra shove increases your drive speed slightly to help with stroke rate and then as you finish the handle at round about sternum height I want you to send it straight back out in a straight line at the same pace that you brought it in at so in out in out and there's really no need to drop the handle and scrape it across your knees which you'll see some people do just straight in and out 
that's all you have to do and that will keep your posture upright instead of collapsed now if you find that you're needing to throw the handle up and over your knees then I'd like you to concentrate on sending the handle out and past your knees before you bend your knees so finish out and then as the handle goes away from you that triggers that forward lean over your hips so that by the time the handle is past your knees and you're ready to bend them your back is in the perfect forward tilt ready for the next stroke okay two more one more I think somebody's getting shot next door oh. it's the danger of being outside for these things have a drink I'm more interested in what's going on next door right now than I am about talking to you, I'm afraid, sorry. <laughs> Actually, I think I know. I saw a dent in his garage. So I think that's him hammering out the dent in the garage. <laughs> Might just play music over this bit. <sighs> oh, so that one, I'm certainly still within just that mid-tier intensity didn't feel as though I broke out of mid anywhere near top so be interesting to see what the next one for me is like at 2k plus 8 or if you're taking this on the easier side then your 2k plus 12 should keep this at a nice level where you shouldn't feel it's too intense and then basically by the end of all this because cumulatively it's what 36 minutes worth of rowing so Regardless, even if you're doing this in the bottom edge, by the time you've done 36 minutes worth of rowing, you're going to know that you've had a good old session today. And then doing it on my pace, you're going to be like, ooh, that was a tough session today. So sometimes you just need some, a session like this. Okay, so in 12 seconds' time, we're going to go up to 24 strokes a minute. And I'm going to go 2k plus 8 in 5, 4, 3, 2, one, go. This is only four minutes long. So, if you're doing this at 2k plus 8 like me, even though you will start to feel intensity from your quads as you're pushing to get that pace up. It's only four minutes long. 
so it shouldn't be that bad. Also depends what you feel about 24s. For me, this is like the sweet spot stroke rate where I feel the rhythm perfectly suits me and I can really adjust the amount of push that I put out to kind of either stick at the normal 2k plus 12 paces or give it a bit of a bit of welly in fact one of my favourite kind of cross training sessions is to do four minutes hard on the bike then three minutes hard at 24 strokes a minute here and then two minutes at around about 35 strokes a minute on the ski erg and my favourite section of that is definitely the three minutes on the rower so I really feel like I get a chance to work on putting some power into the machine talking a bit too much there I dropped to 2k plus 9 might increase just to try and get my average to 2k plus 8 just remember push with the legs with that forward lean and arms straight and that power will flow through your body which will then give you the option to add power by swinging over your back and then having a full pull at the end okay 10 more strokes to go keep that power flowing in as we come into four three two one that was good and a full three minutes recovery just to settle you down ready for the next 22 strokes per minute interval like I say, if you want to push these two intervals, if you feel your energy system has it in you, 
and you want to go a bit faster, go a bit faster, but I want to make a deal with you, or you make a deal with me, that if you choose to push the next set of 22s and 20s, that you stick to it. You don't go, ah, oh, you know what, I'm changing my mind here. <laughs> this is a bit like hard work. It's not on, it's not allowed. If you're feeling strong enough now that you think you can do the six minutes, either up at the pace I'm doing at the 2K plus 13, if you're on the slightly slower, or you might want to go up to 2K plus 10, like really go a lot harder. And you make that deal with yourself and you stick to it, no matter how tired you get. If right now you think that's what you can do, then there's something about how you feel about your body that you think you can manage that. So try and see it through, okay? Don't just back off after a couple of minutes because then what's the point in that? You're best to just stick to the pace that I've set in order to keep it at that kind of training level rather than go full guns and then go, oh, I'm not enjoying this anymore. <laughs> Remember, you have to embrace the suck. I'm sure there's a t-shirt. Is that not like a Navy SEALs thing or something? It says embrace the suck. If you pick to go hard on a rowing machine, then you pick to go hard. It's like I say about these wristbands. They say, I alone chose power. So if you choose power, stick to it, okay? There's nothing worse than going out and going, I'm going to go for a hard day, and then halfway through going, eh. Because you've just ruined a session. Because you don't get the low rate intensity um, foundation build from it, and you also don't get the top tier maximum out of it. You just get somewhere in the middle that doesn't really do... Yeah, it'll make you a little bit fitter, but it's not going to give you the real... The top and bottom are where you're made. The middle is really just for a little bit of an alternative from time to time. Drink. Ooh, it's warm. <sighs> okay. So just coming up for 20 seconds to go, then we're going to go back to that six minute interval at 22 strokes a minute, okay? So this should feel comparatively easy compared to what we were just doing. I'm going back to 2K plus 13 pace. You pick whatever pace you're going to do at and make sure and stick to it. In six, five, four, three, two, one, go. <clears throat> okay, so back into six minutes at 22 strokes per minute sometimes feel a little bit awkward to get back to that rate again. 22's kind of a bit on the awkward side anyway, it must be said. Just from a timing point of view, or maybe it's because I'm so used to watching the counter. Like, you know how I always say 20 strokes a minute is great because it's one stroke every three seconds. Whereas 24 is great because it's one stroke every two and a half seconds. 22, I can't look at the counter. <laughs> but make sure and get into that stroke rate. Get your pace locked in where you want it to be. And then try and hold it there for the next six minutes. Or, well, it's not quite six minutes, is it? He's still fighting with his garage. <laughs> now, there's a good chance that this is going to be around about the time where 
fatigue will set in and your posture is usually the first thing to go and what I mean by posture is how you're sitting on the machine and that kind of I talked about having a powerful braced back and that's what you want so at the front of the machine as you take the drive you want to have powerful back and a braced core with that lean in to the front of the machine and then at the back you want to make sure certainly that your core is braced to take to kind of absorb any slight inertia from your mass going backwards but also you want to make sure you don't end up with a rounded crumpled collapsed lower back either that's a guideline for all the time when you're rowing is nice powerful at the front and avoid collapsing at the back however when fatigue sets in you can find that your back will start to collapse as you're going forwards too and you're kind of sit into slump because you're tired and kind of crane in with your upper back instead of using this tilt over your hips to get you forwards so really think at the front about being up up on your sit bones with your hips tilted forwards so what I mean by hips tilted forwards is if you feel that you are sitting on the fleshy part of your backside with your tailbone tucked underneath you then that's the opposite that is when your hips are rolled backwards but if you are tilted forwards with your hips then your shoulders should be past your hips Whoop. and you should be in a nice powerful upright well upright's a bit far but braced primed position ready to hold it 
as you drive with your legs. If you can just think about keeping that powerful position, braced core, and just hinging forwards and backwards over your hips, that can often be enough of a cue to stop you collapsing with fatigue. Last stroke. Two minutes rest, which I think you'll agree is quite generous after that interval. Go away, Midgey. Make sure to have a drink. So, like I said before, for an intensity level point of view, there is a lower one to do. There is a mid one to do, which is what I'm doing. And then there's the top intensity that will see you through on this one and really can develop that top end. Now, obviously, because I was talking about how you don't want to end up in the mid zone before, you're like, well, hang on, you're talking about there being a mid intensity. There's a difference between sitting within the mid intensity for an entire workout and getting used to working hard for durations of time versus starting off fast and ending up really slow. So you're not developing that fast, but you're also not giving yourself time to develop the low, if you get what I mean. So mid-tier workouts are allowed, but what I argue against is taking a top-tier workout, getting a bit bored with it and turning it into a mid because you end up going at the lower end. It's the same with the other way around. If you start off low, get bored, and then I'm doing uh, a max, I mean, it's better than the other way around, to be fair, but still not really advised. Which again is why training plans are a great thing to do because they then prescribe the session and the pace to do rather than ones like this where I'm giving you all these options. But options are good for the time being before we kick into another plan. Okay, ready for the last interval in five, four, three, two, one, go. So 20 strokes a minute again. And everybody is doing 2K plus 18 pace or five out of 10 effort level. Now, just a quick word about the whole effort level scale. So you're five out of 10 by now. If fatigue is set in, will actually be a lot slower than it was the first time round. But I don't want you to adjust your pace. So whatever you picked as five out of 10 in the first interval, that's the speed I want you to be rowing at in this one, okay? There are training options where you do adjust pace, pace rounds, the intensity you're working at, it's usually based around heart rate that you train in specific zones. So sometimes you do have to go slower to stay in a zone, but that's not how today's session is planned. So whatever pace you did 
the first interval at, roll this one at. Unless, of course, you've decided to turn this into a tough workout. In which case, as we get to six minutes to go, I want you to just see how much power you can get out at 20 strokes per minute for the next six minutes. So if you're going to do that, do it now. Us mere mortals, though, can quite happily stick to 2k plus 18. And then your next session, I'd suggest you want to do well, if you're doing the pace that I'm on, which is like the harder one, but not max, then the next one I'd suggest would be a bottom intensity, so like a 30 minutes at 18 strokes a minute or something. But if you sat on the easier end of this, then you can pick a mid or a top intensity next. It's not to say if you're doing the hard version today that you can't go into a, another top or medium next. But like I said, keep an eye on your energy levels and make sure your body is okay to do that, that you've recovered enough. Maybe, although I'm saying this one is hard at the pace guide I gave you, maybe it was just middle hard <laughs> instead of top hard. So you might still have energy for a top tier session. Or, you never know, maybe by the time we've gone through the cooldown and stuff today, you might think, you know what, I want to do a cheeky one minute time trial just to see how I'm feeling and get that top intensity out of your system. Like I say, you're in control. You know how your body feels. As long as you're not stringing any more than two mid-tiers together, you're okay. And I do advise against stringing two tops. Because that's like... Hitting your turbocharger twice in a row and blowing out all of your fuel, then having to ditch in the sea. <laughs> really, I'm a frustrated pilot. Every time one of these Facebook posts pops up saying, If you had time to do your life all over again, 
What would you do? I think I'd study to be a pilot. Closest I get now is my Oculus Quest and some virtual reality stuff. Which is very cool and a lot safer. And opens up an option for Christmas and birthday presents <laughs> when it comes to controllers. I'm undecided whether to pay the money for Microsoft Flight Sim right now. Answers on the postcard if you have it. And I have tried, if you haven't seen the video, I did do a review of Holofit rowing, the virtual reality rowing offering, uh, which, I mean, it's fun, but I think it's really there, much like Apple Fitness, to be honest, it's there as an entertainment distraction for people who don't really or haven't ever really embraced training kind of like this where you're working to follow sessions and a plan or something they've just got a rowing machine they don't know what to do and holofit and apple fitness kind of give them something to do And the whole of that thing is really cool because you're rowing in a virtual reality world but what I found was it ruined my technique when I watched the video back probably because I was too busy concentrating on the world and not my rowing last stroke there we go that was a good solid session so take a moment, have a quick drink, just for the benefit of those that might have been hitting that last six minutes at full whack. We'll just wait around about a minute and then we'll fire off into a two minute cooldown. And then when the cooldown's done, I inevitably talk on for a wee bit. So use that time to pack up your machine or climb off and do some stretching. Which, to be honest, it's always been the point of my waffle at the end is to give you time to stretch and stuff. But it's only really just occurred to me to actually tell you that. <laughs> so, better late than ever. 220 odd videos down and... Right, 10 seconds to go and we'll start our cool down. Oh, oh get yourself comfortable in three, two, one, go. So, back down to around about 18 strokes a minute. And if you've got it in you, then maybe around about 2k plus 30 is a pace. If you worked quite hard towards the end then, just pick a comfortable pace that will let you slowly ease down to a stop. 
the point of these cool downs is really just to flush out your muscles, flush out your mind. <laughs> Not that you've had any naughty thoughts. I mean, you've just been rowing for 36 minutes plus recovery time and listening to me. So this is a good moment to just set yourself into a stop. Because I know I certainly suffered. I went through periods where I climb on to a very rudimentary warm-up, do a really tough session, and then just wander away, just walk away. And I think it kind of damaged me mentally in that my memory of rowing was always about intensity and suffer and pain and lying on the ground unable to breathe whereas just taking these two minutes to really kind of set yourself back down again it's mentally so important and also physically especially if your stroke did corrupt slightly gives you a chance here just to try and get your technique back for two minutes last stroke yeah there we go bang on zero all done so that was a good session like i say you might want to do a tough one minute time trial or a 500 time trial or something now if you didn't feel that was enough for you but if within a energy system point of view you're like you know that's exactly what i was looking for today which it definitely was for me then make sure and towel off stretch off make sure that you're happy of course you might not be able to do that if there's somebody standing next to you waiting to get on the rowing machine if you're lucky enough to be in a gym rather than being lucky enough to be out in the garden like this anyway so just reset my there we go I'll reset that's today's session so I'm gonna be doing these kind of standalone workouts for a while and I think I'm gonna kind of I'll get into some kind of plan uh, within the next couple of sessions uh, the next one I was talking about doing was a 10k plan I think that's what I'll end up doing however I just think from a time point of view, I'm not going to be able to do this in real time with you where we're both doing five sessions a week. So what I'll do is I'll write out the entire plan. I'll stick it on rowalong.com, the website, just in case you want to jump ahead of me. Um, I can always give you a give you like a plan, a substitute plan based on other workouts on my channel um, that will help your 10K and then I can just replace them as I update them, as I record them. So yeah, I just literally just spitballed that with you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, yeah, so anyway, that was today's session. That's what we're going to do next. Uh, I might do one more standalone. I don't know. It just depends how I feel. Um, and that's it. So make sure, and, like I say, stretch yourself off. Uh, do leave me a comment or whatever and let me know how you got on with this one. Um, I'm not entirely sure whether I kind of made it a little bit too... Kind of there's too many options and whether like just throwing in that six minutes at the end whether you're like, ah, what am I meant to do? Kind of that's, again, that's the danger to not being stuck in a plan is that when you have too many options, it's kind of, it's easy to get confused. It's like, I think I've told the story before about if, if, if the family go away for a day and I'm like left to my own devices, I suddenly think, right, what am I going to do today? Am I, am I going to go for a row? Am I going to play the drums? Uh, am I going to go for a bike ride? Am I going to go for a ski? Am I going to sit there on the computer and reply to YouTube comments? Am I going to write another plan? Am I gonna, there's all these, kind of, or am I going to watch a movie? All these different options kind of flood at me. And I end up just sitting there going, uh, with a piece of drool coming out of my mouth because I've got 
too much stuff in my head. And that's kind of what I worry about on sessions like this, where I give you these kind of multiple intensities, is that by giving you so many intensity options, you're kind of like, oh, what do I do? Whereas is it better if I just say, this is what to do? So you can tell me how you feel about that as well. Anyway, so leave me comments um, if you're listening to the pod- on the podcast, and please do leave some kind of uh, comment or whatever on there too, because it's all very lonely on there. Um, it seems to be doing well. Um, but yeah, people are downloading it, so I'll keep on uploading it. Same with the YouTube videos. You guys are watching it and commenting, so I'll keep on making them. And that's it. So I will enjoy more time in the sun. Um, I will pack all my stuff away. I don't know what I'll do. What I'll do. I might go, because the family are away again, so I might go and play the drums for a while. Should I do that? Should I annoy the neighbours by playing the drums? I'll maybe do it in time with him beating his garage. That'd be a good idea. Anyway, thank you so much for being part of my videos. Uh, please uh, do say hi, and I will see you in the next one. Stay safe, be well, bye-bye. Huh? <laughs>